I I think this is the one. The and I can pause. Okay, a little bit different medium this week. Uh, I listened to last week's. It was shit. I apologize. The show was good. The recording quality going a little different. And we'll go. We got what episode one forty one thirty four. Um, so looks like we're having these little opening previews on Raw now. Uh, doing it like it's um, NXT. Uh, you know, um, yeah. I mean, the recap. Maybe I've missed it a few times or some shit. That's entirely possible. Um, probably legit. The fact of it. <laughs> Excuse me, but. Uh, yeah, I like the little recaps, you know, this era, as I said, of um, the reduced crowds, no crowds, um, it really it really makes a difference when you can have a storyline that's not as um, in the building, um, I don't know the word I really want to use, um, but it's not as dependent on everything in the building and what's going on. And, um, you know, I think that itself really, I don't know. But I guess what I'm trying to say is these um, weird little, like the Street Profit uh, and the Viking Raiders, and now with this, um, the recaps are all just part of dealing with an audience without a crowd because um, due to a large group of fucktards called Americans. We're going to go back through it again. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how those turn out. But at least it's it's still entertaining in that way. Um, so we get Drew Mac. Drew Mac, can I call him that like I know him? Drew McIntyre, the, uh, what, the Scottish psychopath, the, um, I don't know, talk less, Claymore, uh, reigning champ as it is, you know, uh, I'll say he made a much, much better champion than I thought he would to this point. Very likable, uh, you know, more of a face champ than a heel champ, which uh, overall is good uh, and well-deserved. I mean, he's always been talented. He's obviously always been massive and um, I don't know. I like the accent. I like the look. Uh, he's wearing it a lot better than I thought he would. And I got to give him credit for that when it when it happens. Um, you know, last week you had R-Truth put both titles on the line. Like everything that either one of them owned was up for grabs. And, um, you know, they came out victorious. Uh, but the grand scheme of things, um, you know... He wasn't too happy. It was, it was funny because, you know, truth is all not even caring. So he comes out and he says, you know, we're looking to the future. And we're going to have <laughs> another pretty talented wrestler, although his look needs some work. And uh, I don't, you know, the character I don't necessarily like as much as the talent. But, um, you know, but as we all know, or did we? Maybe I missed it. We all missed it. We're supposed to miss it. AJ Styles traded to SmackDown. And Raw gets Ziegler and Robert Roode. Um, yeah, yeah. He wants to bring up back when Drew came into 
the um, WWE. Uh, it must remind him that he made him a dominant member of that tag team back then. And um, uh, because of me, you know, because of me. And they were, when they came back, remember, they wanted revolution. They wanted a entire um, locker room. They wanted to take over everything together. And, um, yeah, and, and it's all him. But so he wants what is owed, and that is a title match. Um, yeah, you know, we do have Drew, you know, the Everscala, you know, in your mind, you think you're responsible, but it's a, a revisionist theory. I love it, you know, without Big Daddy Claymore here to watch your back. You know, you've seen the lose a lot since then. And so they agree to it. So in three weeks, we've got Ziegler and uh, McIntyre. Um, so I imagine, especially with the way... Dolphin Rude conduct their business that um, there'll be a lot going on in the three weeks. And I also imagine that, um, you know, Ziegler may take it because of cheating. But, you know, he may take it come come time. But anyway, we'll move on to uh, the big thick pile of sexy Nia Jax. And... We know what does Charlotte Flair have to say? Um, you know, basically jealous because she's getting the the title shot, um, and she's once again sounding like Ziegler. You know, what about me? What about me? Uh, yeah, what about you? Uh, yeah, we get Charlotte out, of course. Talk about families and um, you know, Jax brings up the. Um, who Charlotte's daddy is, and that's why she gets what she wants. But anyway, uh, yeah, we end up with a, so that's going to be a thing, we know. And then we show the Street Profits, Vikings, um, overall. So, uh, yeah, man, just to to continue this uh, storyline of these guys just out and about, uh bring the swag is on their thing that's funny um so they have a friendly match with the viking raiders to you know see what it's up and then we get vega andrade um come out and then the viking anyway it was just one of those big it's just to keep that entire storyline going which as i said before like i kind of mentioned it to this is that's what we're gonna have to have fill some time in the you know in the times when there's no crowd and you still have to fill that time and as at least as of now so anyway Saka and Charlotte Charlotte Flair um you know Charlotte nursing the old arm from earlier um sucking it up part of the business and you know I hope Saka wins it, and I think she will. You know, we're gonna have uh, the shoulder and Nia Jax. You know, that'll be the excuse to let it happen. But I think um, she should keep the belt uh, for a while. Anyway, um, you know, it's it just is. And Orton Edge, uh, this one, 
you know, I believe it. This is kind of coming to a close. Um, from the fact of, you know, Christians involved and that whole thing. And the uh, this one should be over at the next pay-per-view. I mean, a lot of hype just to end it out. I think it's so Edge can see what he can take coming back into the business. And Christian to be able to say goodbye to it, maybe. I don't know. So, um, yeah. And uh, we get Rick flair and it seems like he's too um i don't know he's too into this orton thing not to make him a dead legend you know what i mean he's uh you know coming out and talking about how um you know randy orton punted edge back into retirement and the apex predator and the greatest of all time from flair and uh, i want to tell him to his face you know, um, so we get it. And the best performance in the history of the WWE last week. I don't know that that was the best, but I mean, Orton's great. I love him. I think he's Hall of Fame. And yeah, uh, he's bringing back the the legend killer expand legacy. Um, I'm excited about seeing it this time. I wasn't before. Um but this time around, uh, kind of looking forward to it. And Flair being his uh, his hype man the entire time, I uh, 100% see um, him being also the the final victim of the entire thing. Um, so, right. And then, you know, what legend will be next, though, might just be the big slow. Uh, you know, enough, 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 and... A narcissistic parasite. Uh, come on, show that shit makes me slur. And uh, I don't know, you know, talk taken up for him and lack the self motivation and discipline. And you know, it's just it's pretty good. You know, it's a parasite. You get what you want and then leave the host to die, and um, will break every bone in your body. And and you won't. You know, you respect him. Orton is the sound of reason. And you won't hurt him because of respect. And I don't know. So we're lining up um, Orton and uh, to start slaying legends again. Um, I think, too, if I'm not mistaken, he doesn't wrestle as much when he's doing that. You know, the legends are old. So it kind of gives him a break. And, and he... I mean, come on, he's um, he's kind of a legend himself by this fucking point. So, uh, is what it is. And then, I'm always excited to see the Iconics. You know they're not going to win, but I'm going to give them props. I love them. And I'm excited to have them back. And they're going to lose. And they come out, yep, they fuck it up. Bank statement, good times, Bailey and Sasha. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, the Iconics now are just filler, just Good filler, you know, not used to it. But here it goes, here it goes, here it goes. Bailey dose straps. <laughs> uh, and then Sasha, you know, we're still best friends. And, and I've been thinking, uh, this doesn't affect anything. And I think that I'm officially going to challenge for the, um, the title. Uh, and then, you know, it's all... No, no, she's gonna face Osaka, Osaka, Asaka. Uh, yeah, that should be good. I don't see Banks winning that. Maybe she will. I don't know, but 
you know, she comes running out, you know, you're not the boss of me. I accept. like, I didn't see that one coming, man. They got me for that. I was ready for the breakup. You know, Sasha and her are going to have another breakup so they can come back together again. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. So, Monday night, uh, Ray backstage, Dominique face to face, face off the Monday night Messiah. Uh, you know, Ray got like one whole field in his mask, right? It's like a whole eye patch going on. Looks weird as fuck. Uh, you know, and, and Ray and him are in the ring talking about uh, Ray being scared for him last week. And why is he coming to the ring to parent on TV? Uh, it's just funny. I know it's part of the gig, but at least make it like a locker room conversation. You know, he's out there like, I'm still your old man and shit. And I haven't heard that heard. And, uh, you know, no matter how big you get, you'll always be my child. Well, do that backstage, man. Uh, we know with the camera and shit, but, you know, there's only six minutes left. So we get Rollins, you know, starts his talk. And then from behind, Alistair Black, man. So we end up with uh, Rollins, like, holding Dominique down and forcing Ray to watch it. And then, you know, finally we get help comes in. Ray, I know who was it? Alistair Black and, and somebody else. I forget. But uh, setting that up again. And, and Dominique, man. Say, breaking into the industry as a superstar soon and to be able to start off with Rollins and all of that. I mean, I know it comes from, you know, being part of the Familia, but um, that's, a, that's a good gig for him. Uh, yeah, I like that. But anyway, we move on. Uh, NXT, um, I always feel bad because I think it's short, but it's only an hour show, like two matches usually. But... You know, we start off with uh, Damian Priest, like, trashed in his car. I mean, back hurt, trapped in the door, shit beat up, and Grimes just run away from it. So, the show would start off with uh, Grimes, you know, making this uh, uh, guy thing. And then, after I beat Baylor, and just bragging because Damian Priest isn't going to be here. So, they're supposed to have, like, a three-way match for... Who gets the shot? And so now he's thinking it's him and Baylor, which Balor, I'm sorry, Balor, whoever Balor. Uh, but I don't know that that's going to be any any better for him either. Um, but, you know, Grimes ends up winning and, you know, Priest is a little beat up. But how much earlier today was it? Like walking into the ring, if it was eight in the morning, then he got time to get, you know, ready to go. So anyway, uh, Ripley, outside, man, got approached by What's-Her-Face's manager. Anyway, just kept it going. He was coming. She punches him, throws ass in a trash can, and yeah. Anyway, and then for NXT, those outside um, storylines, we still have Broderick Strong, dumbass, with it, doing the therapy with his partner, doesn't realize it. But, um, yeah, so... Strong versus Dexter Loomis uh, tonight. You know, so we use the skit. And by the time you get through that and a little carrying cross, little quick match to beat some motherfucker down to be like, uh, I'm ready. I'm marching to the top. Uh, that's like 20 minutes of your show, you know. And then uh, Rhea, Rhea, uh, challenged by Aaliyah. Um, I don't know about challenge, you know, we get... They're coming out and uh, just taking an ass whipping. Um, 
give Rhea a little bit of warm up action for the night. I don't know. But and then uh yeah. Um the next actual match is the strong and Loomis. And I'm pulling for undisputed air on this one. Yeah. I mean, Loomis just a fuck he's a Nazi looking piece of shit. I just don't even want to see him there. So anyway. Uh Finn Balor Lee and Gargano. Wait, I had that old triple threat thing fucked up from I don't think. I don't know. Uh yeah, triple threat, title on the line. You know, they're doing that whole two of us can't take Keith Lee. Um, but what, what's going to happen, man? Is he going to lose this belt and then take Adam Coles? Is he going to take both and be Keith Lee two belts? Uh, if Lee takes it, this whole match, because this whole match is about who faces Adam Cole, baby. Uh, is this going to be another superstar with two belts? Like... That shit at first was like, all right, cool, that's awesome. We should do that more often. And then they took that more often to mean every single champion should hold two belts. You know, I guess that means it takes half as much staff. I don't know what the the reason, but um, that's what it is for that. But we'll see. Keith Lee, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, amazing athlete. Uh, I mean, I We'll see. We'll see how it goes. That's that's just that. Um, SmackDown also just short as fuck this week. Um, I mean, time-wise, the same, but how they fill it, you know. You can fill it one way where it seems short and there's not much uh, uh, different stories. But, yeah, this is coming off of the, the documentary. I haven't seen it yet uh, with The Undertaker. Um, but, anyway... We get AJ Styles, you know, he rides out in the uh, hearse or whatever it is and to jamming some Metallica and shit. And then I'm going to face the dead man, talk shit, and uh, and thinks that's cool. But <laughs> so essentially, man, I just say really all SmackDown was was a two-hour tribute to The Undertaker. You know, um Part of me is like, ah, oh, shit. But he deserves it. And he just had the documentary. Let the man have the time. Because, you know, we hear it all the time that this wrestler's retiring. And this one and this one. But they're still around. That just means they're, they're going, you know, they're beat up. They're going part-time or whatever they do. But he's legit probably going to hang up his hat soon. So it was good to see. And um, Styles, you know, he gets out trying to call him out and shit. And, uh. It's funny. And then uh, Taker rides out on the motorcycle and, you know, he's the one riding into Metallica, just jamming. And Styles is all like, I didn't think you would show. I took the liberty of digging your grave. And then, you know, it's funny shit. He's like, I dug your own grave. So puts him in there. I don't know. It's great. We'll beat down back and forth. Your OC comes out at, some, at near the end, you know, just beginning, just getting started. The barn lights up, and I don't know who these guys are, but 810, guys all in hoods and, like, monk robes and shit. Undertaker, I thought they were on the Undertaker side. I was like, oh, yeah, and then, no, they surround him, just beating it down, and I don't know, end up getting the shovel, and, you know, your Undertaker's coming back. I don't know. It's just, that's it. I mean, there's not much to say about SmackDown because of that. We really didn't advance too much uh, as it was through it, so... Um, it was an entertaining, entertaining tribute to the dead man. 
It's exactly what it was. Uh, so um, that ends that that ends this week, man. And I guess that's the last week of June for that. And 134. Uh, and then we'll get out of here. Got shit to do. Peace. <laughs>